All right. Good evening. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. Um, I am Rick Dancer, and it's good to have you with us. Um, I told somebody about this initiative, initiative petition number 13. People have been talking about it all over the place. Um, I mentioned what it was and what it actually does. And people were saying to me, no way. That's not going to happen. Until I reminded them that we live in the state of Oregon. And anything can happen in Oregon. And I, I want you guys to understand better what this is all about. Um, because in my opinion, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And it's super scary if you're a hunter, if you're anyone who eats meat, if you're anyone who raises beef, if you're anyone who raises backyard animals uh, for food um, or other things. And uh, so we're going to talk to an expert about this. I want to thank our sponsor, Parker Heights Realty. Um, Amanda's out in Junction City. This is very much going to affect her neighbors and the people that she represents and working with. It's actually it's going to affect each and every one of you who lives in Oregon. And the problem is that on the on the ballot measure, it says something about animal cruelty, um, the petition to end animal cruelty. So if you're one of those people that stands at the grocery store and the guy walks up to you and he says, um, hey, would you sign this petition? You're probably going to sign it because it sounds like something. Hey, yeah, I'm against animal cruelty, um, but you aren't reading the fine print. So here to talk to us a little bit about the fine print. And let me just say this is I'm going to bring him up real fast. Okay, turn your, your computer thing down. You guys, this is Tom Sharp with the Oregon Cattlemen's Association live in Harney County in Burns, Oregon. And we may lose him visually because you're on Verizon. You guys don't have great internet out there. Uh, obviously not, no. <laughs> so, Tom, tell me your concern. I'm letting your voice come through the phone to the to the audience here. So talk to me about what this petition 13, um, what it would do. Well, thank you, uh, Rick. Uh, it's good to be on. And uh, hello to all the viewers and listeners. And I hope you'll be able to view and listen uh, to uh, this this afternoon without uh, too many interruptions. Uh, what IT 13 is, is, uh, is, is a bad idea. ID 13 would be a through the initiative petition process of establishing law in Oregon. It would have the impact of criminalizing good animal husbandry. It would turn farmers and teachers into felons. Uh, as you have already said, it would uh, make illegal um, animal livestock, um, you know, agriculture within the state. Um, any meat products that we would consume here in the state of, of Oregon would have to come from out-of-state uh, sources. Um, it would uh, cease our hunting and fishing activities for sportsmen, uh, animal breeding, breeding of both pets and livestock would be outlawed. Um, you know, horse trainers, uh, pet groomers, uh, all such activities are under the title of cruelty uh, to animals uh, under this petition here. So it's a bad idea. It's not necessary. Oregon already has existing laws on the books under Chapter 167 of 
Oregon revised statutes uh, that makes uh, animal cruelty uh, illegal. But uh, IP13 would remove uh, those practices that are currently exempted in Oregon that are reasonable practices so that we can have food, so we can have 4-H FFA programs, we can have our pets, we can breed livestock, uh, so on and so forth. So I guess in a one-minute nutshell, that's that's what I would do. It's a bad idea. I would encourage uh, all citizens of Oregon not to sign the petition that the petition carriers are asking us to sign here over the course of the next year. So uh, Ryan on here says only in Oregon. And Ryan, I want to tell you, no, it's not. It's actually Oregon and Colorado. The same measure is right there. Uh, Tom, we lost you visually, but I can probably still hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. I'm reconnecting my video. Okay. So um, I was reading through this, you know, this legislation. Um, and what is it that they're trying to do? I, I, I for the life of me, um, what, what would that do to your industry in terms of cattle? Um, it, it's got to be devastating to uh, to Oregon. I, I was out in in um, my wife and I were over in the uh, Pendleton area and we were riding bikes in the back roads. And oh, my God, the number of cattle ranchers out there was enormous. I don't think people understand how big cattle ranching is in the state of Oregon. Well, sure. Um, well, cattle, beef cattle uh, and calves are in Oregon agriculture, one of the leading uh, agricultural economic sectors in the state. Uh, depending upon our cattle prices, uh, some some years just uh, the beef cattle and calves themselves can return $1 billion to the Oregon economy. But more so, it's the primary economic uh, activity here in much of eastern Oregon. So when you visit Pendleton, or if you were to come to visit me in uh, Burns, Oregon, or go down to Lakeview, Ontario, uh, Prineville, all such areas, uh, Hefner, you know, I own uh, many areas that uh, your viewers and listeners are familiar with. Um, that's our economic uh, base. And, uh, you know, ranching and, uh, and livestock uh, production is the major economy here. So what the uh, what the initiative petition 13 would do is within that economic sector, it would kill animal livestock, not just, you know, beef and cattle, but uh, sheep and goats and, and hogs, uh, poultry products, uh, fish products. I don't think any, you know, Oregonian who is educated on the effects of this initiative would want to see that happen, but that would be the the effect of the of the initiative should it pass. Now, this would also limit breeding, right? Yeah, it limits breeding. Um, a lot of our breeding is sometimes conducted, at least in the beef industry, uh, more and more through artificial insemination so that we can get the right genetic characteristics, the size of calves that make calving ease possible. You know, this, this is good animal husbandry practice that we're doing here, but it would, uh, it would outlaw uh, those types of, uh, of breeding practices. 
The petitioners that are, are proposing IP13, they say, hey, no, we're not adverse to, you know, people eating food or, you know, animals being used as a food product uh, as long as the animal, uh, you know, can live a full and natural lifespan before it would be consumed. So you're supposed well, to wait. So, so, so you're going to wait and kill an old dead, an old dead cow dies. And, and then you're going to, that's what you're going to have for your beef product. I mean, how are do people understand? They don't understand the industry that you can't have an old, I mean, that's like a, you, you want to have a tough steak. I'll tell you where a tough steak comes from an old, cow that dies in a pasture and you can run out and, and and that's not even possible you can't you can't do so tom let me ask you this does this affect salmon i mean this is salmon commercial salmon fishing this is trout fishing this is people fishing on the rivers i mean is it everybody oh yeah yeah if you're a fisherman um it would affect you because to catch a fish is cruel i mean you would be uh, ending the life of that fish unless you were to catch and release so, um, yeah, it's, uh, it has many negative impacts. Who's behind it? People are asking who's the group that's behind this. Well, you know, we, we have animal rights activists in this country. Uh, we have people who, uh, you know, uh, are, you know, they're, they're eating practices. They may be vegan. They may not uh, be into uh, meat products. Uh, of all types, whether it be beef or poultry or fish or what have you, and um, they uh, they they have a care and concern for, uh, I guess the uh, uh, the life uh, span of these uh, species of animals, whether they be uh, you know aquatic or or mammal based, um, but uh, you know mankind, the human race, was not founded upon you know, those practices and principles. And, uh, and, uh, today, uh, you know, we, we still have not changed from our preferences of, of what we eat. Well, and so in terms of, um, you know, you know I have friends that are plant-based eaters and that kind of thing. And, and I, and I give it to them. That's great. That's their choice, but it's like taking away a choice that I, I think, I think it's scary. About Can you mute your mic again? Okay. What's scary about that, Tom, to me, is that I think people will think this is so foolish that they won't do anything about it. You know, they'll think, oh, it's not going to happen. Is that what your guys' fear is? Because you're coming at this really hard, um, you know, and, and I think that's a good thing. But you guys are really coming after this thing. And is it because you're afraid Oregonians are going to sit back and, and on their hands um, accidentally sign it because it sounds good? Because I don't want you beating my dog. I mean, that's animal cruelty. I don't want you beating my dog. And this thing is going to, and you know, and my friend Garrett's on here. He owns Northwest Burgers across the street. Every day they grind their beef fresh. What's he going to be serving in his burgers? Um, some old cow? <laughs> you know, I mean. yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I suppose so. You know, I, I have cattle that have lived to a ripe age of 17 years age. And, uh, but I don't think that's what we meant when we call it aged beef. You know, typically, uh, you know, beef uh, uh, cattle are, uh, are harvested uh, somewhere between the age of uh, 14 months to uh, 22 months of age. So, uh, yeah, it, uh, IP-13 clearly 
removes a, an option for people uh, dietary preferences. And uh, as you said, I I have no problem with people who choose to be based in their diet or vegan or whatever their preferences might be. But people, well, let's take the vegan, for example. The vegan population here in the total United States is about 3% of the total U.S. population claim to be vegans. Well, if you have uh, a segment that wants to remove the choice of what 97% of the other population in this country has, I think that's a bad rap. And uh, I think uh, that is a major effect of the initiative, Petition 13, that has to be understood uh, by our voting public. We can't have a small percentage of animal right activists or whatever their belief system might be that represents such a small minority to control the vast majority of society. So in terms of, I mean, what always happens with this is it it sounds like one thing, but Oregonians, what would happen to the price of beef? Would you even have a beef industry if this happened? I mean, I don't think people understand the cost that this would go, that would go along with this in terms of, because that's, that's pork, that's chicken, it's turkey, it's uh, beef, um, it's all of that. And I don't think people understand they're going to pay for that. That, um, you know, we do things in Oregon sometimes that drives me crazy that sounds so good. And we don't think through what the end result might be and how, and then we look back and go, what the hell happened there, you know? Well, uh, you know, so... To answer your, your question, what would happen to the price of beef and so forth like that, or would we even have a, a meat industry? Um, that's an excellent question because if an animal, if the laws become such that an animal cannot be harvested for its meat uh, unless it has lived a full and natural lifespan, there's no predictability of when that animal might die that I could then go out into my pasture where that animal had lived to the age of whatever it lived to. As I said earlier, I had some cows that lived to be 17 years of age. And if my task as a rancher then becomes, you know, you know, looking for a natural death in the pasture and then going out to harvest that beef, uh, I don't think the public would want to uh, be consumers of that type of a product. And certainly there would be no certainty uh, of uh, any economic uh, viability in that practice as a, as a beef rancher that would make pencil out to make any sense at all. I think what we would see is that uh, any meat products consumed in the state of Oregon would have to come from some other state that has not passed such laws like IP13 proposes, and so Oregon-based food production, uh, at least in the meat product sectors, would uh, would no longer be viable. So Jackie, yes, this does affect equestrian breeding, because she asked that question while you were talking. Um, the other thing that I thought, you know, here's an interesting thought is, if this passes, if this really were to become an initiative petition, which it has not yet, if it did, and we voted on it, this would be two years away, right? In 22, is that right? 
Is it next year? November that's ballot? That's correct. It's uh, proposed to be on the uh, on the ballot in November of 2022. The petition itself needs to collect 112,000 ballot uh, signatures between now and July 8th of 2022. And then the Secretary of State will have to uh, certify uh, the petition. Can you hit your mic off again? Thanks, buddy. We're learning how to do this, aren't we, Tom? We're getting pretty good at this. We're getting fast, but it takes a lot of mouse clicking. Well, buddy, you're doing a really good job because you're keeping your train of thought and you're doing, you guys, we're in Burns, Oregon with, this is Tom from the Oregon Cattlemen's Association and Tom Sharps and um, his internet is really bad. So we're going through Verizon using a phone, but this is what we can do now. But that's another, another cry for we need better internet in the, in the rural Oregon. Here's another thought, Tom, if this happened, I bet the greater Idaho movement would boom and you guys all of a sudden all of eastern oregon financially would have to become part of idaho the willamette valley would have to become its little thing its little state and you guys could could join idaho and um, still produce your beef this is it, it's insanity yeah yeah no it, it is and uh you know i don't even want to go there but uh uh you know that 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 is a real consideration that's been proposed is that uh, several of the Eastern Oregon counties uh, joined with Idaho and uh, perhaps even Northern California counties as well. But uh, that that's a pretty extreme measure in itself. So your biggest fear, because you guys are really pushing this hard, is that you would like to get it so Oregonians are informed, they know what this is and what it's not, and so that this does not make it to the ballot. Because I, I think people, I, I want to keep hammering this, is people in Oregon think this just couldn't happen. It sounds too crazy. Guys, what have we gone through the last year and a half? Nothing is too crazy. And I think um, if this happens, it's going to devastate the economy in Oregon. It's going to, you know, what about small farmers? Um, people that just raise a couple of pigs for themselves to raise them. They can't do that anymore. It's going to impact well, it's, everybody. It's not, you know, we, we talked a lot about, you know, cattle we talked about sheep and lamb and pork and poultry and fish it, it, it the initiative petition 13 doesn't limit itself uh to uh changing the law that allows for the harvest of those types of edible meats it would also prohibit the ability to kill you know rats in the house rodent control predators uh no. You no, know, so it you're goes way beyond, you know, just, you know, the, the food table. It goes into other uh, other practices that, uh, you know, the ordinary person, when you have a mouse in your house, I think your thought is, well, I'm going to trap it. Well, you might become the next criminal if you do. So I've got gophers in my backyard and I've got a, a nine millimeter and my, my new practice target is going to be shooting those things. I guess I better kill them before anything happens here, huh? Yeah, but uh, I think they'll come back on you, Rick. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're nasty little creatures. So, um, Tom, so how can people find out more about this? 
Um, and, and like, a, would you guys have a website? Is there places people can go? How can they get involved? Because I think it's going to take more than just a couple of times talking about this. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, 12 of the Oregon uh, agricultural um, uh, organizations association, and I'm talking about Oregon Farm Bureau, Oregon Cattlemen's Association, Oregon Sheep Growers, uh, Food Northwest, the Northwest Chicken Council, the Horse Council, the Seafood Processors Association, the Dairy Farmers Association, Oregonians for Food and Shelter. Uh, you know, those types of groups, they've all come together as a coalition in opposition to this. And there is a website that has been put up, and I'm going to uh, give you that website uh, 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 URL, and it's very simply OregonianforAnimalCare.org. Can somebody OregonianforAnimalCare.org. That's some, the website. Okay, if can somebody come real quick? In, your contact information to be put on a list for in, information that will be disseminated disseminated uh, to Oregonians who, who want to make sure that IP13 doesn't happen. All right. So can somebody out there, when Tom's going to say it one more time, what, oh, somebody did, OregonsforAnimalCare.org. Rachel, thank you so much. So Rachel put it on there, you guys. And uh, so there's the there's the website you go to. And uh, if you are, well, here's the thing I didn't think about. So milking, your milk products are going to go up. And can you, and here's what I could see happening. This is one of the things we never think about, I think, is what's to determine whose definition of cruelty? So is squeezing a cow's udder, is that cruel to, to squeeze a cow's udder? I mean, what if in the future it becomes, wait a minute, I think that's, that hurts that poor cow and we need to stop that. That's a cruel, you know, so now you're opening up a whole can of worms where people can go in and I milk goats for two years. I raised goats and I milked them and it doesn't hurt them. But my yeah. definition of hurt and somebody else's might be different. You know, that's, that's it because the, the way the petition is, is written, it forbids by the law that IP13 would create. Um, it, would, it would make a crime if you were to touch, if you were to touch the, the, the sexual organs of that animal. So that's why practices like artificial insemination or what you just described, you know, milking the cow, you know, you're, you're making that human contact with those, uh, those organs of that cow. And yeah, you would become a criminal, Rick. That is such bullshit. I mean, come on, I'm milking a cow and that's a sexual thing. Or you're artificially inseminating an animal, and that is a sexual thing? That is absolutely ridiculous. So what about dog and cat breeders or people breeding animals for, is, is that is that all of a sudden cruelty because the animal didn't get to choose its mate? <laughs> yeah. Yes, that, it, it, it is. Uh, that what would fall under uh, the cruelty as well. So if you're breeding uh, domestic pets, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's forbidden. Tom, this is like, I, I, I think people are sitting here, they're all commenting, but I think people are probably sitting around going, 
good God, <laughs> what, what, what is next? What happens next? Oh man. Is there anything I'm not asking you? I got a couple of just a minute or two left. Is there anything you want to make a point to people about before we go? Well, uh, don't sign the petition that is being carried now for the next year to collect 112,000 signatures. Uh, so I would advise don't sign it. And if this ID 13 comes on the ballot in the November 2022 general election, don't vote for it, vote against it. Uh, the other thing that you should know is that there is currently a, um, uh, a petition that has gone before uh, the Oregon uh, Attorney General, uh, Attorney General Ellen Rosenbaum, uh, that is protesting the IP13 ballot title because the ballot title, which needs to be 15 words or less, is not fairly descriptive and is very misleading. Right. And so all of these uh, you know, uh, different uh, agricultural animal groups that I named a few minutes ago, they have gone together in petitioning the state attorney general to uh, uh, to invalidate the ballot title language that is proposed by the proponents of IP13. And the same thing is happening in the state of Colorado. The ballot title for that Colorado petition has also been challenged as well. So, so here's uh, that, that's where we are right now. Get educated, talk to people. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those nutso things uh, that is is out there, but it could happen and it could pass. It could definitely pass in the state of Oregon. I'm I'm afraid to say. Tom, here is another thought. What are they going to do when humane societies and some people have to look at? Isn't spade and neutering? Wouldn't that be considered cruelty to animals because they you're 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 touching their sex organs, you're cutting off their sex organs? So how are you going to spade and neuter all these animals that? And I totally believe in spade and neutering, but how are how are you going to? And then I wonder how humane societies are going to deal with that because we're trying that we want to support humane treatment of animals, but all of a sudden the very thing we push for the most is to castrate and, and spade and neuter animals. And, uh, and then we've got a problem on our hands. So, cause that would be outlawed too, wouldn't it? I mean, that's a sex organ. Yeah. The, the spaying and neutering of, uh, of pets or the castration of livestock, those are all uh, criminal activities under IP 13. So the, the, the extent of, of impact and effect of IP 13, should it pass, uh, just goes on and on beyond any reasonable sense of, uh, of, uh, of understanding and it would have a major impact to how we live in Oregon. So Tom, let me ask you one question. One last question. What do you love about living in Harney County? Well, I love, believe it or not, I love the crisp, sunny mornings. We have over 300 days of sun every, every, every year. Um, you know, beautiful sunsets, beautiful sunrises, the long shadows about this time in the afternoon. And I love the Steens Mountains that I can see as I look across my ranch. And I love the openness of uh, a county that is, Harney County is as large as nine states here in this uh, United States. 
and uh, we have about 7,000 people, uh, about uh, 25,000 head of cattle. Uh, so, <laughs> not 25,000, 100,000, maybe about yeah. 25 times the number of cows that we do people here. So, if you like wide open spaces, uh, come come to Arnie County and visit. And you know, you have, uh, and I know you would say this, but you have the nicest people on the planet. I mean, you go to Harney County and you're not a stranger by the time you leave. I mean, people are, and they're honest and upfront and they tell it like it is. And uh, yeah, that is what Oregon used to be like. <laughs> we, we're, we're good neighbors. We like to help people. Uh, if you come to Harney County, and uh, you get a flat tire, uh, there's a good chance that uh, someone in a cowboy hat will come up and change it for you. <laughs> Tom Sharps of the Oregon Cattlemen's Association, thank you so much for taking your time and being my co-producer and uh, you know working hard over there, getting yourself on there. My arm's about to break off, so I'm gonna call it a day. Hey, thank you, and good please time. let me know anything and have your, your association get a hold of me when if the buyout title comes up or anything we can do to help you out, okay? Will do. Thank you very much for that. All right. Thanks, thanks, buddy. To all of yours. All right. Thank see you, you later. See you later. All right. That's Tom Sharps with the uh, Oregon Cattlemen's Association. So you're asking, some of you are asking, what can we do? What you can do is don't sign the petition. The other thing you can do is um, go on the website that we put up here earlier and find out more about what this is and tell your friends about it so that when they go up and see this thing that says, um, cruelty to animals that you are reading it and you know what it is uh, in uh, the petition number 13 and you know exactly what it is talk to your friends about it talk to people share this on your page so other people can see it because um, you guys this is what happens in Oregon so much when I was a news guy this is what drove me nuts is we fall for people telling us that things are gonna sound so good that it sounds like well it sounds like such a good thing but we don't do our homework um, and yes, Rachel, we will do more videos on this, but we don't do our homework and that's our fault. And I hope through this whole COVID thing and the last year that we've learned that we have to be involved in this process. If we're going to be Oregonians, we have to get involved. We can't, we have to be courageous. We can't worry about what people are going to say about us. We have to do our research and then do the right thing. And that doesn't mean go back and go, well, I don't have time. I got to take care of my family. This is our state and we have to take care of it. And we have to watch for things like this. Um, were they high? <laughs> I don't know. So we want to thank we can't you guys we cannot do our shows without our our clients and our sponsors. And Amanda Parker with Parker Heights Realty is a wonderful woman. If you're looking for someone to sell your home, she's she could, could do it anywhere, but she's so focused at a Junction City uh, where there's a lot of cattle, a lot of farming, a lot of sheep a lot of 4-H kids, and she cares about this stuff. And that's why she sponsors shows like this, to get the word out to her neighbors and friends. So what you can do for me is go, go to my sponsors. You know, when you need somebody to be a realtor, remember, you like the content, you like the fact we're doing this. Well, I need them and they need you. And that's how community works. So, um, you know, and there's some people out there right now that are not very happy with me. And, uh, and uh, that's just fine. Because I think what we're finding out in Oregon is um, they don't people. There's a group of people, a very small group of people who don't like when you butt the system, when you come up against the narrative of the day. And uh, we have to come up with the narrative of the day, come up 
with and come against that narrative of the day. And we have to stand up for what we believe in. Do we still need to listen to other people? You bet we do. Do we still need to be educating ourselves? Yes, we do. But we don't need to cower and we need to be courageous. Um, you can be either a coward or you can be courageous. And we're looking for coward, for courageous people right now. Now, speaking of courageous, tomorrow we have a very courageous show and it's probably gonna get us in a little bit of hot water. But uh, Springfield High School recently put out an assignment and it has to do with um, race. And um, there's a video that they put out that we are we have a copy of. It's on on the Internet. Uh, it's a produced video, but it was part of a part of a class assignment. Um, and some parents in Springfield are very upset. And we're going to um, I have a, a gentleman I've called five different friends of mine who are all black. Um, asked them to come on the show. One didn't get back to me. Three did and said, Rick, we would love to because we don't think this is right, but we can't do it <clears throat> because we don't want to take the heat in this community. And one guy said he would. His wife is white. He is black. He has two kids that go to Springfield High School. And he's going to come in and go through this video with us and tell you what he thinks of each particular part. So get informed about what's going on in our schools and what's happening. Uh, we also did reach out to the principal. He was not going to be able to come on to the show, he said, but we do have a couple of comments from him as well. So we're trying to be uh, out there doing our thing. So that's tomorrow night, five o'clock, uh, sponsored by Chris Dental Family Dentistry. All right, I'm Rick Dancer. I'm going to share this around. You guys share it too, because Facebook tries to uh, doesn't like some of our topics and likes to get antsy with us. But what we found is if you guys share it, we don't need them. <laughs> All right. Um, I will see you tomorrow night. Have a good night. And thanks for tuning in. And thanks for caring about this place we call Oregon.